0: It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Centiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <laughs> Welcome to the first ever listener Q&A episode. I am sitting across from Brandon Penny on Zoom right now. So Brandon, I'll let you sort of give some fun facts about yourself and how long you've been listening and how you even started listening and why you sent the email and why you want to be a part of this little Q&A thing. We've been toying around with what we're going to call it. It started as the walk thing. And then I talked to Bobby and the rest of the show on the Bobby Bone Show about, you know, it being called the Sunday stroll. And they all thought that was lame, but I liked it. A A listener actually emailed me that idea and I thought it was cute. But then Bobby was like, why don't you just call it what it is? It's a listener q and a. And so I'm testing that out. So thank you, Brandon, for being the first ever listener that's doing a Q and A. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Amy. I am honored to be your test subject and um, try out this walk thing or Sunday stroll or listener Q and A. So I got into your podcast by listening to the Bobby Bone show. I believe I started listening to that show maybe late 2013, once the show came to Colorado Springs, that's where I live, and I've been a um, dedicated listener ever since. I no longer listen in the mornings, don't drive to work anymore, but... I was listening when I would drive to work and then eventually got into listening to the podcast. And so now I still listen to the full episode of each day's podcast that night. Uh, And then when I heard you were launching a podcast of your own, I started listening to four things when it launched, which I now have no idea when it launched. But I've listened to every episode of your podcast since.
0: Well, that's amazing. I appreciate that so much. So you would consider yourself a B teamer.
1: Oh, yeah. I've got some Pimp and Joy gear, too.
0: Well, so what are some things that we would be cool to know about you? I mean, I know a few fun facts about you, but I'll just let you go ahead and, and share them.
1: So one fun fact is that I am lucky enough to work in the Olympic movement. Uh, so I worked at the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee for 10 years. And then in 2020, a few months into the pandemic, I left there and started doing my own thing. Um, so now I've been freelancing and doing contract work. I'm a journalist by trade, so I do digital media, social media, comms work, all sorts of that fun stuff, which I love. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's something that I've been interested in since I was a child and never really thought one could actually get a job doing. So (laughs) things sort of worked out for me. And now I'm friends with some of my childhood idols who are athletes and everything. So that's been really cool. And then my other fun fact is that I had a kidney transplant about four and a half years ago, basically found out my kidneys were failing. And then six weeks later, I got my mom's kidney put in me.
0: How old were you when that happened?
1: I was 27.
0: And so is that common for kidney failure to happen at that age?
1: It is not. The doctors that I obtained at that point and met and everything uh, said that it was pretty uncommon. Most of their patients are older and that's usually when it happens. It also is usually a result of diabetes more so than anything else or high blood pressure or just some other things that come with older age. So they were pretty surprised when they saw it in me. Um, they found that both of my kidneys were shriveled and scarred. And yeah, so I was 27 years old and I was otherwise completely healthy. I didn't know of anything wrong with me.
0: Well, and so amazing that your own mother happened to be a match. What was the first sign that you had just because you said you were healthy? So then what sent you to the doctor?
1: Um, I went to the dentist for a routine six months cleaning type of thing, nothing out of the ordinary. And they took my blood pressure, which Everyone I've told the story to finds that very weird. I guess most dentists don't take your blood pressure, but um, the top number of your blood pressure should be 120. Mine that day was 180. Uh, So they sort of left me alone in the chair, thought maybe I was stressed because it was middle of the workday. I'd come from the office and they came back, took again, it was still 180. The dentist told me that they couldn't treat me because just by them moving the chair up and down, there was risk of me going into cardiac arrest. So they basically said, get that figured out, reschedule with us in a few weeks. Uh, I drove myself back to the office. Resumed my life. You know, I was doing work. I was telling someone at the office about what happened to the dentist. They started telling other people. People were convincing me to go to the emergency room. So, in order to make them leave me alone, I drove myself to the ER. Checked myself in. They took my blood pressure there. And by the time I got to the ER, the top number was 240, double what it should be. I remember the the machine that I was hooked up to flashing red and beeping. They were calling other people over, and I just sat there laughing. I I felt fine. I had no symptoms. I just felt awkward about the whole thing. Wasn't sure what was happening. So they brought me into my own room, uh, took blood work. Eventually, a few hours later, someone came back and told me that, I'll never forget her exact words were, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but your kidneys are failing. So yeah, so they kept doing tests that day. They learned they were shriveled and scarred. They were functioning somewhere between 10 and 18%. And to this day, they haven't been able to find the cause. They haven't been able to figure out how long it had been happening for. They said either months or years. So they admitted me to the hospital right then. And I was there about four nights, I think. I just went through a whole slew of tests, learned a lot more about kidneys, about the human body, about transplants, about dialysis. They thought I would go on dialysis right away. So they told me my options for sort of at home, going in person, all of that. It was a rude awakening, to say the least.
0: Yeah, I can't even imagine. And thank goodness for your coworkers and people talking and then urging you to go, because Otherwise, you maybe wouldn't have gone. And that's just another testament to like listen to those people or listen to maybe if you have an inner voice being like, should I go? Because I'm sure there was a moment you're like, I don't really need to go. But you went ahead and you went. So I think that's a good thing for people to hear and, and keep in mind. So thank you for sharing that fun fact that you got a kidney transplant and from your mom. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you take it from here. This is the the listener Q&A. So what do you have for us? What do you got?
1: I'll start with, I'm sort of curious why you wanted to start a podcast. Obviously you had, you had a platform on the Bobby bone show, which you still do on your Instagram and social media, you have a voice. So what was going on in your life or in your mind that made you think I would love to start my own show and, and create my own content?
0: I think that after years and years and years on The Bobby Bone Show, and just saw it as a natural progression happening with people on the show. Bobby started The Bobby Cast, and he did that under the Nashville Podcast Network. And then he was trying to build shows under there. The Sore Losers were going to be starting one. Morgan, number two, is be doing The Bobby Bone Show one. I mean, these all kind of popped up at different times. I think I was right. maybe one of the first from the show that, That started, but there was plans for all of us to do something. And of course, iHeart wanted to see their talent really engage in that way. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was just an opportunity to start to build something of my own. You never know where things are going to go. And of course, it was just fun in the beginning. And now it's crazy because it feels like everybody in the world has a podcast, which I think is great because that's all kinds of people being able to connect and listen to what they want to listen to. Right. But it definitely feels saturated now. I'm thankful I started when I did. It took him pushing me to finally get there. And then once you get in the groove, I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then from that, my podcast is still under his network. Mm. But in the last year and a half or so I signed a deal with iHeart to start my own podcast network and it's been cool to bring other people under that umbrella now and push them along and kind of urge them cuz I know the kind of content they have is is valuable and people really benefit from it and I'm very thankful for them so I'm just pumped that iHeart wanted to partner with me to give others the same platform that I've been given
1: and I've loved your your network uh, I listened to UniTherapy obviously I hear Cat on the Fifth Thing as well so That's been really cool to see. Thank you. Do you think that yours would ever move under the Amy Brown network or?
0: Not at this time. I don't think so. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't mind having a network to build up some of these other girls and maybe even men if they happen to fall under my umbrella at some point. There's been some talks with different people that I feel have a voice that I would love to have their podcast under my network, but I don't know what's going to happen with that. But for now, I'm staying with my OG Nashville Podcast Network family. And that's what makes sense for now.
1: So I would say that in the, well, since I've listened to your podcast since day one, I personally, I feel that over time, it's it's evolved to be a little more open sort of as you've gone through your own experiences in life and, and changed your views on certain things and a little more inclusive as well. I, I know that on a few episodes lately, you mentioned that it's a good reminder for you to know that men like myself are listening. I mean, I've continued listening because it no longer feels geared toward strictly women. I think in the beginning, there were some more women focused topics or just when you would have the fifth thing and answer emails, it would be about your skincare routine or certain female products that you were using, etc. So I'm curious to know how you feel that the four things podcast has evolved over time.
0: I take listener feedback very seriously, sometimes too seriously, because I'm like, I don't even know these people. And I'm taking what they're sending in as or something. But I think I've grown a lot over the last few years. I think that three or four years from now, who knows what platforms we'll be on, but I hope that I've grown again as we enter different seasons. I think when I started the podcast, you know, becoming a mom and going through other life experiences that have stretched me and grown me. And then even realizing that I was back in an eating disorder and very disordered patterns and behavior that when I started the podcast, I didn't realize I was really in or I wasn't willing to face them, actually. I think right. I knew it. Some stuff I was blind to, but other stuff I just I knew about, but I didn't want to admit to. So I think facing some of that stuff and, then, and growing and then realizing, okay, I am responsible for the content I'm putting out. And there are some episodes I have out that are still up that I cringe at. And I'm like, Ugh, why did I agree to do that interview? Or what was that even about? Or why did I even say that? But I've been living with that, quite honestly, since I started the Bobby Bone Show in 2006. I used to get in my car after the show sometimes and I would spend hours agonizing over something I said. Oh my gosh. And then now I can't, all these years have passed and I can't even remember. So, I do know that time helps.
1: and right. People
0: forget. Thank yes. goodness.
1: It's a part of life. We all grow. We, we learn. We
0: <laughs> Yes, we learn. We grow. So thankful for time and, and people forgetting and, and even just having some grace. But I do feel a responsibility to the content that I put out. And I don't want to just be like, oh, well, people might forget about this. Who cares? I'm going to say whatever I want. So that's me. I feel like I've evolved and I'll continue evolving and I'll try to learn and grow and put out something that my listeners are going to enjoy. And And not every week is going to be for every single listener. And I know that. And some listeners are going to take breaks and then hopefully they'll make their way back. If not, I hope they've found something that is entertaining to them. And maybe for a season, it might not be me and I have to be okay with that. <laughs>
2: This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
0: Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%.
1: You mentioned sort of three to four years from now. So I'm curious how much you've thought about the future of the podcast. Do you see an end point? Do you see it changing dramatically at some point? Do you just not think about the future and and keep it going week to week, day to day?
0: As of right now, I think I can look through this year into next year and know that we'll probably continue on the same groove like we've discussed for this year, possibly doing a live podcast tour. So some of that I've pumped the brakes on. I I was diving into it. And then we're sort of pumping the brakes because certain things are another commitment for me. And I have to make sure that I'm able to give it what I want to give it. If people are buying a ticket and coming out and having a live experience, like I want it to be of value to them. I want it to be worth it. And I want be to be able to bring myself to the table and help create that. And I had to pull back. like I realized, and that's okay. I think that's one thing that I've learned too, is that that maybe has been letting some people down, but it's okay because that's the best decision for me in the moment. And I'll show up as a better version of myself later or right where I need to be. I'm able to show up as a a better mom. I'm able to show up better on the show or whatever that looks like, not having that added. I don't want to call it stress. It's just more of like the time. I want to do it and I'm eager to do something like that. So I see that being a part of the podcast in the future is having human interaction and connection, but I don't know how things are going to evolve. Isn't it crazy how social media has changed so much in the last few years. And we now see it as like, what what will be the next thing? We don't know. I could have never imagined how much we rely on Instagram for certain things or even now TikTok. And that's, TikTok's not really my lane, but I know it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And there was a season where everybody had a blog and now everybody has a podcast. I don't know what the next thing is going to be, but I know that I've, a lot of work into this. So I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon, but it may evolve into different platforms or however like YouTube we've toyed around with like filming the podcast and putting it up on YouTube. I know a lot of people already do that. I would actually be behind the times on that one.
1: <laughs> so it'd be new for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I still see it being around very okay. long answer to your question. <laughs> sorry.
1: No, don't be sorry.
0: Well, thank you for uh, like Kat would say, thank you for being patient with me.
1: I love that. I loved hearing that. I could relate to that so much when you guys talked about that, because I had a couple of years ago, I had started doing that because I saw it, I think I saw a tweet or meme or something. And it said that instead of saying, sorry for the delay, when you start your email, say, thanks for your patience. And so I've been doing that. And I'm thanking a lot of people for their patience. Yeah. Uh, I did want to add though, when, and if you do do the tour, Colorado would love to see you. So feel free to come. You can visit your sister's family.
0: No, I love Colorado. So that would be amazing. I'll add it to the list for sure. Colorado is one of my favorite places in the world. Like if I had to move anywhere and couldn't live here, I don't, I love Austin and Texas will always be home. But with my sister being in Colorado and I love the hiking in the mountains, I like being there when it's snowy. I love being there in the summertime. So, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm down.
1: Awesome. So you mentioned that when you are able to dedicate time to the uh, podcast tour, that it would obviously, it wouldn't be additional stress, but it would be additional time and, and resources to dedicate toward that. So do you in general view the podcast as a source of stress, a source of enjoyment? You already had so many things going on in your personal professional life. How were you able to add four things, the fifth thing, now this with having such finite time, and is it ever stressful to you?
0: No, it's an enjoyment to me. In front of a microphone or talking with people, I feel fine. I think I've had different moments, depending on what I've had going on in life, of like, oh, because I didn't have a good handle on my day, but as I have built some structure and a calendar and lots of planning and leaning into that and knowing that that's okay to have your day completely scheduled out, I used to not understand people That were that way, but it's because I wasn't that way. Like, I remember I was being booked to go on someone's podcast and she sent me some options and they were really far out. And I was so perplexed by that. I'm like, what? Like, I was just booking people, you know, the (laughs) two days before. But now I understand those are people that they abide by a work calendar and they didn't let work bleed into their personal like they had designated times that they allowed for xyz and so they had podcast stuff filled up for certain dates and they were giving me the next available option and now I get that and now I am that person it doesn't mean I'm not looking forward to those interviews I absolutely am but it's okay for me to have it on the calendar a month or two from now and know that I'll be looking forward to that. I mean, but also some people, if they were to be like, hey, I can do it tomorrow, I'd be like, sweet, let's do it tomorrow. That's amazing. I'm super excited for this. Mm -hmm. But planning has been a huge part in eliminating any stress that I felt around it. But when it comes to, again, like I said, being in front of a microphone or hosting something or doing an event and being with people or connecting in that way, I'm extremely comfortable and have been since the first time. I got on the mic when I joined the Bobby Bone Show. I had no prior experience to that, but something about it just, it fills me up. It doesn't drain me. So I'm trying to lean into that. Whereas like on Instagram, something about that is just different to me. Some days I'm on there and I feel super comfortable, but like having to talk into like a camera, I struggle with that. And I don't know why it's so bizarre Like I can get in front of a microphone and do all sorts of content, but then there's something about social media that feels different for me. But I I do like social media and I think it's an awesome tool. I think there can be a healthy balance, but I don't know. That's just something that's been on my mind lately is like, how come I can't show up on social media? Like I do in front of a microphone. Like it's just very different. Cause I guess I see certain people online doing that, and they're showing up and it's like, it's almost like they're doing their own little mini podcast every day in their Instagram stories or their own little mini radio show every day in their Instagram right. stories. And I'm entertained by it. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. To answer your question a little bit, like showing up in that way would stress me out. Mm. I and I can't explain what the difference is. And that's what I've had to realize is like, oh, well, thank goodness I can currently at this moment have a career without Instagram. But who knows the way the world is changing, I might have to figure that one out and evolve.
1: <laughs> right. You still have a great Instagram presence, but no, I, I still love hearing how comfortable you are in front of a mic and that this comes easy to you. And and I can tell just sitting here interacting with you now for the first time, I, you are in front of a mic. Um, you're putting me at ease, making me feel comfortable. I mean, I've known this for a while through listening to you, but seeing you now and, and speaking to you virtually this way, I feel like you are a source of joy for others. So I'm glad that you enjoy it so much and that you keep doing it.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that encouragement and hearing that. I'm not always a source of joy, by the way. <laughs> Sometimes I can be <laughs> the exact opposite, but when it comes to the podcast and what I'm trying to provide for even just one person, then that's my goal is that they can, you know, walk away with something that impacted them. Um, Or I can share a certain life experience or have a guest on that might share a life experience. I mean, Brandon, you opening up on here today and talking about your kidney transplant, it might remind someone about their doctor's appointment or it might you know, be that little nudge to, Hey, I've been feeling a little weird. Maybe I should go to the doctor or maybe they just need to ask their dentist. Are you going to take my blood pressure? Or I don't, or, or. I everyone should know. I'm sure your story or your mom story too of her donating might inspire others to see if they could be a donor. So even just having a conversation with you, I know is going to make a difference in someone's life that's listening right now.
1: That's awesome. I can only hope so. Okay. I have one more question about your podcast. Toward the beginning, we heard from your husband, Ben, a few times. He was reluctant, but you did get him to join. We haven't heard from him in a while. I'm curious if he would ever do it again or how he's currently feeling about that.
0: I'm not sure. Um, I think we've gone through seasons with my family as to whether or not they want to be a part of things or not. And, you know, my children have kind of some days they're in, some days they're not in. Sometimes my son's like, video this, post it. And then he's like, did you take a video? Delete it. So <laughs> I try to just respect where everyone is in each season. And none of them signed up for a radio show or a podcast. So right. currently, we're not in that season. Again, who knows? I don't know what the the future will hold. But yes, I know that he was a favorite when he would come on. <laughs>
1: So if he's ever in a different season, we would all be happy to hear from him again.
0: Well, being that you've listened for so long, can you tell me this is something Bobby does on the show sometimes? Like, is there something that you enjoy about it, but also something that you might change or that I could do differently? And I'm open to your constructive criticism.
1: Thank you. I do enjoy the fifth thing. I enjoy that it has more structure now. I I like that it's you and Kat. Not that it consistently needs to be Kat. I am a fan of hearing from Mary or or other people in your life who you might bring on. I appreciate that you have worked on editing yourself and being more concise in some of the things that you say. I'm not sure I have a helpful answer as to what you could work on.
0: Well, I guess maybe keeping it more concise and not rambling as much.
1: Fair, but I don't want to take that away from you. It's part of your charm. And that's why I've kept listening.
0: Thank you. That means a lot. And Kat is officially like a staple. Like she's locked in now I guess there might be some episodes where for whatever reason if we can't get together and record but I've hired her as a co-host so she is on payroll and good to go and I mean she would show up no matter what because she enjoys the conversation too but I just wanted her to know that I appreciate it and I think having that consistency does help and of course I think in the four things episodes people like my sister or Mary or other people that Chase have come on before they might pop up in in random episodes from time to time but I just wanted like you said find some structure for the fifth thing and right. then who knows this particular thing that we're recording right now I don't know how it might evolve like right now it's going to be listener Q&A but there may be some ways I use it as a bonus episode for something else I'm not sure but hey, it's kind of fun to just be able to throw something up and see what sticks and see if it works and see if people are liking it. And what I think is cool is listeners are gonna hear from other listeners. And like now that I see your face, Brandon, like when I'm doing the podcast, like I can picture you and know that, hey, I'm talking. And that's how I feel when I get emails from people, which right. the email address is four things with amy brown at gmail.com. And I read through those and sometimes they have the little tiny picture of themselves with their email and I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> or people will attach pictures if they have on a and Joy shirt or
2: a four oh, things wow.
0: like two sisters sent something the other day, an email where they gifted each other the I'm fine, it's fine, everything is fine shirts and how they don't live in the same place. But anytime either one of them has it on, they take a selfie and send it to each other because it's like, hey, I'm thinking of you. Awesome. And that's just cool because now I picture that when I'm right. I'm talking. And then if people hear this episode and they hear you, they'll picture other people that are listening with them. And it's just for me about our community that we've created. And I say we because there would be without y'all, I would just be talking into a microphone to myself.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'm sure it helps to sort of picture who you're talking to and, and have an idea of that I will, to go back to your last question to me, I will add a thought I just had. So one of um, Kat's You Need Therapy episodes, I'm not sure, I can't remember the name of the guest, but the episode was called Undefining Masculinity or Redefining Masculinity. I, fa- I just found the episode really eye-opening and interesting. And I guess that would be one, gives me sort of a suggestion for you, is not necessarily to pander toward your male listeners, but I think there are some male-specific topics that women would enjoy listening to as well, or or women would get to hear from the male perspective or just things that maybe they don't think about or aren't going through themselves. But I think there are certain male topics that uh, you could find some guests to have on and and from time to time, just explore something a little bit different.
0: Awesome. Okay. I can definitely do that. And before you go, Brandon, I would love to hear from you four things. Let's do some four things, gratitude, four things that you are thankful for. They can be Big things, small things, as you know, just any four things that pop into your head.
1: Oh, I should mention that I do have a four things journal, so thank you for bringing that into my life.
0: Oh, awesome!
1: Let's see. Today, I am thankful for this interview with you and and getting to meet you face to face via the screen um, and speak to you. This has been a lot of fun for me. Uh, not something I ever expected to happen. So, thank you for having me. I am thankful to be employed and to have different organizations who want to work with me. And I enjoyed the trip I just returned from in Columbus, Ohio, random place that I didn't see any reason to go to in life, but have lately really become involved in the weightlifting world and enjoyed that. So anyway, thankful for work. I am thankful for brisk iced tea. Love me a can of iced tea. That brings some sort of happiness to my life, I guess. And I'm always thankful for my family. Uh, obviously, my mom sort of gave me life twice in different ways, uh, but I have a very great support system with my family who are all back in New York, New Jersey, where I'm originally from. And just they're very supportive in all ways and glad to have them.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And if people are curious about the journal you're talking about, it's our Four Things Gratitude Journal, fourthings.com, which gives back to Haiti, and this coming week, we're going to be focusing on some efforts to help the orphanage where my kids came from. So uh, that it's an orphanage in Port-au-Prince, and they've just they've had some needs that have come up recently. The orphanage itself and their monthly bills, it's been okay lately, and the bakery there is doing well to where it's providing jobs and it's making a little bit of profit. But that that goes quickly for sure, but. A wall has been broken, which needs to be completely rebuilt, and security is super important, especially in Port-au-Prince right now. And the well is broken, and the truck needs new tires. The roads in Haiti are terrible, so good tires are a must. And the school that is currently at the orphanage, which is imperative because kids can't even leave because it's not safe to go to school elsewhere in the current state of the country. So... We're very thankful for that, but like teachers really deserve to get paid more and it would be awesome to be able to provide for the teachers and then some of the needs of the students if we can. So we're, we're launching a campaign. So if you want to support Haiti, you can hit up shopespois.com, which it's E-S-P-W-A and espoir means hope in Haitian Creole. And my birthday is next week. March 18th. So sometimes listeners reach out and they're like, hey, would love to send you this for your birthday. I'm like, please don't. That's so nice of you. But like, (laughs) I would much rather you maybe buy something that's going to support Haiti or make a donation directly to an organization that you care about just spreading joy in that way. Or even at the shop Ford when you're checking out or there's just an option where you can donate, you know, five, ten dollars and all of that will go there. But all proceeds are going to be going to support these current needs at the orphanage where my kids lived for basically their whole lives before they came to be with me, minus my daughter. She was with her birth mom for a little bit, but I'm very thankful for that place. And it'll always have a special place in my heart. And I throw out a lot of different websites, but really it's all under the shop forward umbrella. And the espoir items are the ones that particularly go to Haiti. And anything for things is under the Espoir brand. So could I make this any more confusing Brandon?
1: <laughs> no, I have always found it to be clear. And at the very least radioamy.com.
0: Oh, shout out Brandon. <laughs> yes. Radioamy.com can get you places, but did you see the toaster that a listener? Callie gave me K a L I. I think that's how she says her name. Have you seen this?
1: Is it the one that Bobby had? Yes. yes. She
0: gifted me. Like, that's how I'm saying. Like, our listeners are so amazing.
1: Are you kidding me? I didn't realize someone gifted it to you. Yeah,
0: it's it's a $300 toaster or something. Right. And I love it because I have toast every day and it's amazing. And again, I'm so thankful for it. But wow. we do have listeners that want to order stuff for us and send it to us or they're super thoughtful. So that's why I'm just bringing this up as an option for my birthday that maybe you get something from Espoir and gift it to somebody else and know that you're giving back to an amazing need, a big, right. an amazing cause, but like a big need that has come up in the last few weeks at the orphanage. And we're just gonna try to come alongside and help them as best as we can. So, shout out Kaylee and Brandon, thankful for you and you taking the time to test the waters here. Again, we'll take feedback on how these should best go. If you're on your walk right now, listening to us, or maybe you're just running some errands or you're doing stuff around the house, however it is you're listening, give us feedback. We're open to it, right, Brandon?
1: Absolutely. Mm
0: -hmm. I'll send all the constructive criticism your way, Brandon, since you were the first one. I'll take
1: it, please. I embrace it. I will take it. I uh, might take it too personally, but bring it on, Amy.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I can offer you support in that area. I can, I can you. walk you through how to not let it ruin your day. Okay. Well, thank you, Brandon. And thank you, everybody, for joining us for this first ever listener Q&A. Bye. Bye. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs> Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference.